0: It's life on life's terms.
1: Yourself, man, like what you see. To you Subscribe to our you podcast tell and tell uh, LOLterms.com or you can search us on iTunes Google and Play. Google Play. Uh, if you need help with anything, you can message message us uh, personally or through the group page, through the and, Facebook group page, yeah. which is
0: uh, Life on Life's Terms podcast,
1: podcast yep. and capitals.
0: Yeah, uh, and we got an event coming up where we're going to do a live podcast from on a Sunday. At the Revelations Recoveries Award Ceremony.
1: Yes, that's uh, the 23rd.
0: 23rd, Sunday, 23rd. At
1: the, uh, in Abington at the.
0: Polish Club.
1: Yes, the Polish Club. Um, They do have tickets. There is plenty of links on our page.
0: It's for a good Uh, cause.
1: uh, It's Derek Quirk, uh, and he's recognizing some influential people in recovery and in the treatment field, and it's going to be a good time. Good time. So tonight we have uh, Bobby, and he's going to
0: share his experience, strength, and hope with us. So yeah, and Bob, Bobby has uh, rebuilt uh, our our website for us. He's, yep. uh, he's <clears throat> the man, pretty much. And uh, he was exactly what we needed. <laughs> yeah, because we didn't know shit. <laughs> well, we, we, we
2: figured out a little bit. but We got
0: it to work, but... Yeah. I mean, you guys
2: did a great job building all this by yourself.
0: Yeah, you know? we, we were figuring it out here and there, but we needed somebody who really knew. I mean, yeah, Bobby came through in a big way. Sometimes quickly, sometimes slowly. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they will materialize. Very happy to have him on the program today. Yeah, thank you guys for yeah, having me. Yeah, thanks for stepping up. Um,
1: yeah. That's another thing, too. If anyone wants to be on this, please message so us. Hit us up um we, we're always looking for people and honestly you don't have to be in recovery if if addiction has affected your life we want to hear from you because we Mothers, want people to fathers, be able yeah we want people to be able to identify wives. you know yeah I, I i want i want police officers on here i want firemen on here i want first responders people that are dealing with us all the time and i think i got some leads on that too oh so, yeah yeah nice Awesome. All right. Thank you guys. Thank you for having me. Uh, So like
2: they said, my name is Bobby Wall and I'm a drug addict in recovery. Um, You know, I'm I'm grateful to be alive and and sober today. Um, For a long time, I didn't think I'd be sitting on in front of anybody telling anybody how I recovered from a hopeless
1: state of mind and body. Um, Right. And that's some people get thrown off by when they hear someone say recovered. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um,
0: that's true. Yeah, that's a big it's, sticking. And, and
1: point. what it is w- when they say that they're not recovered? being arrogant, they're not being cocky, not what cured. they're saying is they've recovered from the hopeless state of mind and body. Yeah. Right. And and they've fixed the spiritual malady which we all have that leads us into our addiction.
2: Yeah, I forget how many times in the AA Big Book it uses the word recovered. 54 Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you were ready. I don't know. I felt like we found that. Recovering, um, uh, I
1: think, three times.
2: Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and it tells us when we're halfway through our immense process. Yeah. You know? So um, that's, that's the program that I choose to use is Alcoholics Anonymous, and it's mm-hmm. done absolute wonders for me. Yes. Um, and it
1: has for a very long time and for millions of people.
2: Yeah, yeah. I don't care what anonymous program you use. Right. You suffer from what I suffer from, and you find that once you start – using you can't stop and once you make a decision to stay stopped i mean to stop you can't stay stopped Mm. then try an anonymous program with the 12 steps because you probably suffer from what i suffer from
1: right you know and this actually um i have a guest that's going to be coming on he is associated with uh family restored and he takes non-addicted people through the 12 steps Wow. So. Yeah, like the celebrate recovery yes. type thing. Yes. Yeah, it's a, program,
2: it's a program design for living. Yes. You know? And
1: Dude, if the world went through the 12 steps, <laughs> what? That would be insane. <laughs> what a world we would live in. Yes. You know? We but, wouldn't have any of these problems like, yes, I'm rocking Nike and I don't care. <laughs> yeah,
2: just do it. Just do it. <laughs> you know? Just do it. Even it's, if it
1: means sacrificing something.
2: Yeah, because it says in the literature, like, al- alcohol is but a symptom. You know, yep. so there's an underlying problem that a majority, I believe, of the world has, which is that spiritual malady. Yep. That, you know, I'm just a little different than, than most people. You know, I didn't understand. I used to raise my hand at meetings and say I'm an alcoholic and a drug addict, but I never understood what that meant. Right. You know what I mean? Right, no right. one You're ever broke stupid it. Stupid and dumb. Yeah. Nobody, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nobody Nobody. broke it down to me saying, like, hey, my name is Bobby. I'm an alcoholic and drug addict. Or, hey, I'm Bobby and alcohol is a symptom and drugs are a symptom of the underlying spiritual malady and the mental obsession. Nobody told me that. Right. 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 You know, so I was trying yeah. to fix this problem without ever understanding it.
1: Yeah. Let me. Yeah. I'm, I'm just going to fucking stop doing drugs and stop drinking and I'm going to be fine. Yeah. Right. No. No. That's no. not how it works for the hopeless variety. No. The real deal. Right. Yeah.
2: Exactly. You're, you're, I was worse off stop to stop using without implementing a solution than if I was just to continue to use drugs.
1: Right, because for us, that is our solution. Our drugs and our alcohol is our solution to life. That's how we're able to cope. That's a, co- as, it's a as, coping mechanism. As screwed right. up as we do cope, that's... That's what we need. That's what we use to get well, we through. Used
0: to have it. It used to be a coping mechanism when it was in the beginning. You know, mm. you used to you used to um, take a drink, and then you were able to talk to the girls at the party, right? And that was a coping mechanism, right? And then it, you know, or you you fucking take a, a, a shot or something, or you, or you fucking do some dope, and you can go to work. You smoke a joint and you can go to work, and you're not miserable. Yeah, you know right. what I mean. Or whatever it is. But uh, after a while, it doesn't work anymore. When you're by yourself sticking your needle, a needle in your arm that looks like a lightning bolt and you can't get it to fucking hit and you're bleeding all over the public uh. bathroom that you're in, you know, it's not helping you cope anymore. <laughs> little... No, 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 it's <laughs> not. You crossed that line. Yes, but yeah, that's, is where, fucking, where is that line? Is no, well, I don't know. It's a difference no between idea. a cucumber yeah. and a pickle, right? You don't want to be a...
2: Yeah, there is no line that I haven't crossed. Yeah. I don't even think I drew a line
0: in the sand. <laughs> no. when I, when Habitual I, line stepper. When, <laughs> when, when
2: I received the effect produced by alcohol and drugs, there was no line in the sand for me. It was go 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 go. You yeah. have it, and it does this. I want it. So yep. it right. says, "I like, cross those lines in the sand." I'm like, I never drew them. Yeah. If you put something in front of me. I was doing it.
1: Yeah. Mine you know? was like, like skip lines, like dotted. Yeah. I'm gonna <laughs> so draw I
2: a line. I could just like <laughs> squeeze through, but I'm gonna go way over there yeah. to start. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like we said it, man, like alcohol and drugs were a solution uh, in my life for a long time. Like um, I think before I ever even put a drink or a drug in my system, I suffered from the spiritual malady. Yeah,
1: I did alcoholic behaviors long before I ingested alcohol. Yeah. Like attention. I wanted it. Good, bad. It didn't matter. I just wanted it. I was committed to
2: psych hospitals before I ever took a sip of booze. Or put any drugs into my system. Oh, yeah. this is as a yeah. kid? As a kid, yeah. you know, because uh, all I wanted was, like, attention from somebody. I didn't yeah. feel loved enough. I felt like my family loved my sister more. I wasn't going to amount to anything. Like, all the things you hear people talk about in their story sometimes about the spiritual malady yeah. and being mm. blocked off, I had as a kid. So, you know, I was doing false suicide attempts, like pretending to commit suicide or wanting to commit suicide, then times where I'm, like, actually taking a bottle full of pills, being like, I, just, I don't want to live anymore, and I was yeah. committed yeah. to Westwood Lodge before I ever put drugs and alcohol in my, in and, my system. And, and it, wow. as,
1: as crazy as it sounds, if you look at the suicide statistics, because suicide awareness was the other day, um, I think it's between 7 and 12 years old is the highest rate of suicide. Wow. Like... Between seven and twelve—that's
2: crazy. Oh Yeah, never would oh. picture that. Like I've—that's well, the thing. You I know. did the uh,
1: the walk through Boston uh, out of the darkness, where you walk—I forget how many miles—and um, it's just to bring awareness to suicide. And yeah. like the the statistics that <clears throat> they they give you, it's like what? No way, you know. It's
0: so sad. It's like. You know, as I told my son, it's like you, you have such a long life. You know that song? Uh, it's I think it's about suicide. It's like a uh, hundred years to live or whatever. Mm. Never heard of it. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm thirty three <laughs> for, for a moment. You know that song? No. Nope. Wow. Wow. Get out of here.
1: I, I may have. Oh, you have. You both have. Anyway. Rip, rip off a couple more, few more. Buttons. No, yeah. I'm not going to
0: do that. <laughs> Go ahead. Shoot need off a couple more. But I mean, the point, is, the point is <laughs> <laughs> the point is that you have a long life, right? Mm. A lo- really long life. And you get like all messed up in, in fucking high school or whatever or in junior high and you end it. But so th- insane. But
1: in that moment, because I've been there. Yeah. I've been there sober in that moment, you know, like w- we get baffled by celebrities that do it all the time. Like Robin Williams. Yeah. yeah. You know, well, there's yeah. this countless people, but right. in that moment, that's the only solution that mm. you can come. You're so caught up, you know, and, and, and it wasn't that long ago, you know what I mean? That, that stuff can enter your brain, into your mind, you know. And then, yeah, for for me, something usually happens to snap me out of it.
0: Yeah, you know. Well, I mean, I, you just think about the, uh, the how many things and and experiences there are in the world. Yeah, and how little of it actually, even us uh, as adults, have seen. Right now, imagine how little of it the kids, these kids, have seen. You know right. what I mean? Just, they and, and, and that just and that that teeny- that
1: situation that you're you're thinking about you know the take making the ulti- ultimate sacrifice in six fucking months it's not going to matter to you right but right. in that moment you know for for me like being an alcoholic and a drug addict like it's like i don't know i'm just blinders are on you know what i mean and, and and that's what's in front of me
0: it's all emotional
1: yeah it's, it's all and, and that's what it is like dude emotional pain can be worse way worse than yeah, worse I'd
2: than rather take being. an ass beat in any day. yeah yeah
1: hit me with a fucking bat but don't yeah. hurt my feelings
2: yeah I'd <laughs> rather you know? take an ass beat in any day yeah. and then have somebody rip me apart with their tongue yeah you know something yeah. that I care about yep you know it's crazy though. though I remember like while I was using I remember like my like I'd, I'd, I'd think about suicide but then I'd, ha- I'd be followed by with this thought like no like there's no way I could do that to my family there's no way I could leave everybody behind But then here I am sticking a needle in my, I'm shooting heroin, not understanding that I'm slowly committing suicide anyway. Right. You know what I mean? I'm looking at suicide as like the ultimate thing, but I'm doing it as I'm getting high every day too. Right. You know?
0: Yep. Yeah,
2: it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy the delusion that we live in.
0: So you, But you were like, you were having these thoughts before you even started using.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Uh, it doesn't, like, I always tell people it doesn't matter... whether you were born with this, you believe you were born with it or whatever the case is, like if you got it, you got it. There's no need to figure it out how you got it. I believe that I was born with it. Yeah. You know, just a spiritually broken kid. You know, like um, Mm. most people don't, most kids you don't hear about being institutionalized before the age of 13 for like wanting to commit suicide because you don't feel loved.
1: Right, right. My family loved
2: me. You know what I mean? They did the best that they could. Um but that restless, irritable, and discontent feeling inside of me that they talk right, about in the book was alive and on fire inside of right. me.
1: Right. And and that but all that stuff was a delusion in your mind too. Oh yeah. Like, None of it was you, true. You know your parents were loving you and, and, and taking care of you, but it it, it it's all perception. Oh, it's on yeah. how you look at the situation I was
2: playing the victim yeah. without even understanding
1: that I was playing the victim right. at that time
2: Oh right. man. Yeah, without that,
1: even knowing what the victim, the victim was. was and I ca- <laughs>
2: but I carried that throughout my entire yeah, life yeah
1: fucking wore that shit like a sheet coat <laughs> of armor yeah. like yeah, yeah! <laughs> I'm the fucking victim here mother yeah, yeah. <laughs> They say,
0: they say that's one of the stress most stressful things you can do is to think the whole world's against you all the time.
2: Yeah, I didn't want to feel that way.
0: It's like you're always expecting the thing to happen that's bad. Like, oh, I knew it was going to happen. Yep, and that's be one of the most Go- stressful things. Yeah, like like Glum from Gulliver's Travels. Right. Go exactly. back, you'll never make it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're doomed. We'll never
1: make it. Yeah, like, and so like, I don't know. I just try to. It's tough, man. It, I try and. Hang and and talk with positive people because, dude, the negativity, I can get sucked into it in a second. Oh, yeah. In a second.
2: Yeah, we're still drug addicts and alcoholics.
1: Yeah. Yeah, It doesn't go away. If
2: I don't wake up and practice the spiritual tools that I've learned, I'm still untreated. Until I get down and do the few simple things that I need to do, Mm. I could easily go out and get high. Yep, you know what I mean, or I could get sucked into the old behaviors or the defects, or start being an asshole to everyone who loves me, and yeah, that's it's as simple as that. And
1: and, and it's and it's happened. I've done it. I, you know, I've I've had to make amends for it. I have to make amends for it. You know, it's we're we're still human. Yeah, um, yeah. Just because you come into recovery or or you go to treatment doesn't mean that you are not the same person. You know, it's like I I've heard it before. You can you can't. Um, how does it go? You can't, you can act your way into right thinking, but you can't think your way into right acting.
0: Right. Mm. You know,
1: like it's, it's easier to, to, to do the, the, the things than to think about it and, and do it, you know? Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so now you're a kid. Yeah. (laughs) Fake (laughs) fake suicide attempts, real suicide attempts. Yeah. Institutions.
2: Um, you know, and then um, I remember the day, like, it was yesterday. It's funny, looking back on it now, like, looking at my childhood, you know how kids are like, oh, I remember the first time I went to Disney. I remember the first time. Like, my memories are like, I remember the first sip of booze I took. I remember my first Percocet I sniffed. You know, the other the other <laughs> memories are kind <laughs> of faded off. Right. So basically, yeah. I was fucked from the beginning, yeah. bottom line. Like, yeah. I was born into this life for whatever reason. Uh, we can talk about what I believe that reason is later. Um. But I went to my buddy Jimmy's house. His family were, were full of alcoholics. And him and I decided, we made a decision that we were going to drink. You know, and uh, I forget what type of whiskey we poured in orange juice. We were clearly not thinking. Yeah. We poured this brown liquor into this orange juice. I started drinking it. I got the effect produced by alcohol. Yeah. And right. I fell in love. Right. I fell in love. You know what I mean? I understood right. why people that I loved, without mentioning who, drank on a daily basis. Yep. I understood. All of a sudden, I everything came into perspective, and at once I felt present. Yeah, you know. And I was like, all right, I get why people do this now.
1: Yeah, like a sure. friend of a friend of mine would say it, it was it was my tailor. It made my skin fit perfectly. But... <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, custom tailored for <laughs> uh,
0: me. Yeah, you know. Like yeah. once
1: once you ingest drugs and or alcohol, it's like all, everything that bothered you is like.
0: Right, if you if you if you thought life sucks, like if you if you if everything you're telling yourself and all the emotions you're going through on a daily basis suck, and all of a sudden you get a break from those, you're like, "Ooh, I want more of that." Yeah.
2: I remember just saying like, "I don't give a fuck what happens. Yeah. I could die yeah. right now feeling this way." Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? But then the sickness came in cuz I drank too much. Yeah. Now I'm not saying like I was an alcoholic off the rip and I started drinking every day from that point forward, that'd be a lie.
1: Yeah. But yeah. I can
2: tell you that I could not stop thinking about the next time I could feel that way. Yeah, you right. know, and I, right. so I don't know like when the um, the allergy that they talk about in the big book. Like once I start, I can't stop. I don't know when that came into place in my life.
1: Right. Um, but That's I was smoking, smoking
2: weed you. alcoholically,
1: so so the mental obsession was there.
2: Oh yeah, the whole thing was From there. Jump. Yeah, I was, I,
0: yeah. I was smoking weed like a fish. Yeah, you know those fish smoke weed. They...
1: I was stealing I was stealing jewelry
2: from, from my grandmother to buy weed. Yeah. You know what I mean? That, and, and, right. and I'm asking my buddies. I'm like, how are you guys getting Hey, you want to
1: take this diamond ring for a dime bag?
0: <laughs> yeah. Dude. Turning tricks for weed. Sorry,
2: Grandma. If you listening to this, but this, she knows. Yeah. But like yeah. that was it man like I didn't understand I thought these were normal behaviors I thought everybody smoked weed the way I did I thought everybody thought about when the next time they were gonna smoke is how they felt when they didn't smoke I thought that's how the entire world was yeah I was like this is how everyone must feel people must be robbing their family to get weed how else do you get high yeah. I'm not old enough to work yet <laughs> you know yeah. then I find out yeah. like they're saving up their lunch money and shit and yeah. I'm robbing my family members yeah. to like get high on just weed
1: yeah the easier softer way because
2: like <laughs> i remember i used to, when i first entered in the program i'd hear that people were in aa or na for just smoking weed and i used to laugh yeah
1: well, until I, I
2: until i understood what the problem was you know until yeah. i understood that i had an right. allergy to drugs and alcohol and once i started i cannot stop in yep. that it doesn't matter what the substance is
0: that's right know? if you have a problem with eating ice cream and you can't stop eating ice cream it doesn't matter what flavor you're eating it's all ice cream. Yeah, right? you know yeah. what I mean. Exactly, <laughs> like
1: it's a, Food, gambling, women—like you can be addicted to a lot of shit. Alcohol, oh, yeah.
0: weed, heroin, coke, meth, whatever it is. It's all different flavors of getting out of you, out of yourself, and out yeah. of your feelings and out of your emotions. Yeah. yeah, it came out in all different behaviors. You know,
2: as I got older and things started to progress, it started to be and like women and clothing and, and materialistic things that yep. I'm getting clothing and, and all these materialistic things I'm buying on I feel good then I sell them to get high and like yeah. I, just, I could never fill <laughs> oh, that that spiritual void inside me is, is it's not a, fillable
1: it's a God sized hole yeah. and you're f- trying to fill it with everything but yeah, yeah exactly
2: I didn't know that God was the right. answer right you know or I, your higher power or whatever yeah whatever it is whatever you choose is. to believe yeah yeah I know a lot of people who still don't even know what their God is and they have Ten plus years, so right, right. You know, and,
1: and and like for me, keep it simple. It's the fucking guy floating around on the cloud with the mandals, the robe, and the big white beard. <laughs> it's just simple. Yeah, I yeah. look up, that's what I see. You know, huh. other people, it's the universe. Other people, it's Mother Earth, Mother Nature. Like you that's know,
2: a, that's like the coolest thing about this. Right, like it doesn't right. matter what you believe in as your higher power because you put ten people in a room who all have ten plus years sober. You ask them what their higher powers are. Most of the time, they're all going to be different. Right. Guess well, what? They all the stay sober.
0: Right. It's always going to be all sorts of argument and controversy, and you know, there's yeah. no stay point away from that. There's no point yeah. in arguing over what it is. No.
1: Just whatever works. And and, and it could change over time. Yeah. You know, it's it's ever changing. So yeah, it's a it's a it's a spiritual growth program. Yep. You know what I
2: mean? Have you tells ever looked
0: into a simulation theory? No. Oh, it's cool anyway go on. <laughs> <That's>, i'm <laughs> not sure what that is we can look at it yeah. so.
2: um so yeah so that's basically how how my childhood was um you know so i got the first sip of alcohol it did everything that it needed to do for me i love the effect produced and um like i said it wasn't like off and running right away but obviously progression starts to take place right Yeah. Uh, And then, like I said, I'm smoking weed, stealing from my family just to smoke weed. And then, like, Xanax gets introduced. Like, so Benzos get introduced. Uh, Um, Mind erasers. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, as time goes on, like I I said in the beginning of this, like, the lines in the sand, I didn't draw any. You know, I wanted whatever could make me feel that way that that first sip of booze gave me, but more. So, like, anything I saw people doing that I knew was getting them outside of themselves... I was all for it. I wanted whatever right.
0: you
1: had. Right. Yeah, and, and, the, the and lines
0: like, were there. You just didn't even pay and, any and, attention to them. You know, like, I didn't draw them. <laughs> like, somebody, somebody else did. Yeah. <laughs> so,
1: so wh- you, we realize that this is a disease of progression. Yeah. And that's you know, mine progressed from, I think it was weed first. Like honestly, way back, I remember like five, six years old, s- sipping one of my dad's beers and feeling the effect of it. Mm. I remember my oh, really? living room. I remember the lighting. I remember wearing fucking Dr. Denton Feedy pajamas. <laughs> <Yeah>. Like, I <laughs> wow. seriously, like, yeah. I can remember that. And mm. it was like, I went, I got my dad a beer, and he wasn't a big drinker at all. I cracked it open, and it was a pull tab. Motherfuckers don't even know what that is. You could definitely slice your hand off with it. <laughs> Pulled it off, sipped it, and was, like, chugging it. And dad grabbed it. and But I remember... Not long after that, that <laughs> feeling. Yeah. And then yeah. here we are seven, eight years later, and then I, you know, go downstairs to my buddy's basement and we skip school. And he's like, Hey, you wanna smoke some weed? And I'm like, Okay. And we smoked weed, learned how to um play chess and listen to Pink Floyd the Wall on a Reel to Reel.
0: <laughs> a reel to on a reel. reel
1: to reel, like a tape that you had to thread through the machine and put oh, it on the other wheel. You are old. And no, <laughs> but it was. I've never seen. And then every. Th- I used to, I used to and own And then one. every time, we skip school. We smoked weed. Mm. We fishbowled the Opal that his dad had parked in the back, which looks like a little tiny Corvette. Opal, and then he, <laughs> he had a boat, and we would go fishbowl on the boat. That. Yeah, we fishbowl was, everything. The boat, the boat would be closed up for the was winter. My fishbowl. Yeah, <laughs> we fishbowl the fishbowl. Yeah, and then it was, and then it was acid, and then it was booze, uh-huh. and and then it was crystal meth, and then it was heroin, and then fucking anything else you could throw in the mix. Yeah, yeah. doesn't know? even matter. I was it addicted is. to more. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: That's all it is, man. Like, it didn't, like, there was no stopping for me, you know? So, like I said, it went weed, then it went to benzos, and then I was doing everything. Like, I was section 35 before on triple Cs, believe it or not. Like, you know triple Cs, like the, the cold and cough pills? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I took so many wow. of those, and I was like calling my mom, telling her I was going to kill myself and I was going to jump out of the hotel I was staying in. Oh, and I was only one yeah, floor huh? up. <laughs> so like, I got, I got yeah, sick. The motel. Yeah, she was like, You would have landed in the shrub she and was like, <laughs> Fine. You can jump. That's okay. Like, you're going to be okay whether you jump or not. He, I he jumps
1: and like, he falls in the grounds right there. Like. I mean, at, th-
2: at this point in time, like, I was doing some Xanax and stuff too, but yeah. mostly it was like just alcoholically smoking and drinking xanax mm. um and then triple c's for whatever reason my buddy's like hey just steal a bunch of these eat what them is all. it
1: chloracetine or something
2: yeah yeah you hallucinate wicked but oh I, yeah I robo was, tripping i thought i was really high up if i jumped i thought for sure i was done yeah. and My mom was like "You <laughs> like right there i could have probably grabbed your foot you yeah. know? And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so she, she has me go down to the uh the gas station this was in plymouth she's like hey come meet me down at the gas station i'll get you a pack of cigarettes and I go down there, I remember the look on my mom's face. She was like, I'm so sorry. I'm like, for what? And then, woo, it <laughs> gets surrounded by cops. Uh, so she was already at the courthouse prior to all this, because I was already yeah. running like yeah. out of my mind on this stuff. Yep. And gets me section 35. And believe it or not, Bridgewater was my first ever detox. Right? Never is this went to the
0: old place, or the new place. Bridgewater. So, so, so yeah. Is the, well, is the there new a new place. one, Bridgewater? The, now? the
1: Bridgewater I went to. Was inside in the, state, the prison. state prison. That's where I was. Yeah, that's where I was. Yeah. So, so you had you had one one area, and then you had the Wild Wild West across the street. Yeah, yeah. So you went in like the Bat Cave. You they took all your shit, put it in a brown paper bag, put it on a shelf, and they sent you upstairs you to where the, the, the place bubble with, is with
0: Bravo Delta. Yeah, all yeah, yeah. All right. No, and, he was in the boot camp part. Yes. Yeah. The, so where, the, 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 where the there was an older part. Oh, I don't. I've never existing. seen that. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. The
1: building you were in like, went like that, like a plus. That like the rooms went out that way and then yeah and the middle. bunks yes. and then yeah.
2: there was a, a fence on the yard that was and the on one after, the after i was in there right. yeah the other side of the sta- fence was a state prison i went to both i was those. inside
1: that when september 11th happened oh okay Oh, no, so kidding. I, everybody remembers where they were that's where i was <laughs> inside bridgewater <laughs> oh man yeah uh. In the- <laughs> first section do you want jail or detox <laughs> detox okay you're going to bridgewater <laughs> Yeah. Inside state prison, section thirty-five. Myself out of Quincy Court, had no idea what it was. Section thirty-five, long before it was a thing, and you know, swore up and down I wasn't going to use, and got out six hours later, fucking high.
2: Yeah, my mom had no idea where she was sending me. I guess at this time they had all these pictures and stuff online for what Bridgewater was. Oh yeah, and it wasn't. No. So I, I, <laughs> I remember calling her crying yeah being like what I'm sure. did you do to me you know? i hate you <laughs> she was like it looks like a really nice place i was like i'm in prison <laughs> like i'm basically <laughs> yeah. the, the state prison is feed me and you know how much they hate me because i'm getting out in 30 days and they're doing a long it, bid so i'm exactly.
1: getting actually sandwiches for lunch <laughs> we, yeah we were we were a fucking nuisance the guards hated us yeah. like they did not want to do what they were doing yeah
0: It sucked. When I was in there the first night, um, I was in the the boot camp one, and uh, I was talking to this huge dude, and he was bugging out. He was all anxiety-ridden and stuff, right? And um, so whatever, whatever. And we went to, he was next to me, on the bunk next door to me, and uh, went, went to sleep, woke up two in the morning. He's squaring off with this older, like, 50s Spanish dude, and the dude could barely stand up. And this dude was huge, and he Connected with him and like it went down and the guy got on top of him, and started and I jumped out of it. I'm like, whoa, 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 stop, stop. Right? And then uh so the guy gets back in his bunk and 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 the, the Spanish guy gets up after like five minutes. He's like, Oh shit, oh shit, and he's bleeding all over the place. And all the lights come on. Oh yeah. They cause I was next to his bunk. They put me in uh, solitary with you know naked with the camera, checking all your knuckles. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, I re- brutal. It's like this is no way to live. It's <laughs> no, not where I, I want to be. I, I, I remember <laughs> when the lights would go off at
2: uh, Bridgewater. All you would hear is two little feet, like four like feet hitting the ground, and then running, and then boom, 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 People would just be fighting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All, all night, every night. Yeah, out of control.
1: I I seen guys. A bunch of guys go in the bathroom. They were gonna rob some kid for like a hundred and forty dollars pair of sneakers. I'm like, you're doing fucking thirty days, and you want to catch a fucking life sentence? A bid, yeah. Like really, you're gonna stab someone with a pen over a fucking pair of sneakers on a thirty day bid? You're an <laughs> idiot.
2: It was an eye opening experience. Are, yes, absolutely for me. But let me tell you this: like, obviously, a lot of other things led up to that event. Many blackouts. Many, a lot of stupid shit. Yeah. yeah. To be honest, I don't really remember all of it. But that was my first place to get clean, so every detox after that was Kush. Yeah, you know what I mean. I'm going to all these other places. I'm like, wow, this really isn't that bad, you know? Right. Um, But I can tell you what happened here. So it's a it's a disease of progression. Um, I always have had a fear. I have millions of fears, as it tells us so in the literature. But like, I've always had a fear of like being exposed um of like or what other people thought about me so everyone yeah. in bridgewater is there for shooting heroin yeah right yeah so people ask me what i'm there for and i'm like shooting heroin you know because yeah. like i'm afraid to be different i'm afraid to be exposed i'm afraid of, oh. of you want to fit in i want to fit and you in you were
0: doing cough medicine <laughs> i was doing cough medicine and some benzos and like a perk five you know and like drinking and whatnot yeah yeah.
2: But like I tell everyone I'm an Ivy heroin and they're like, Well, where are your track marks? I'm like, they're on my don't even worry about where they are, it's none of your business. You know what I mean? so what happens is um, as I'm in there, some of the kids who I actually like became friends with friends with um, yeah. were going to a sober house out in Amesbury, Mass and uh i heard it was going to let them get out exactly on the 30 days or whatever or yeah. maybe 2 days before so i'm like i'm going there like i need to get out of here cuz it was t- terrifying for me yeah so right. I yeah go- for
1: your first detox ex- detox experience to be inside a state prison well yeah i mean the and how old were you
2: 18 yeah so like oh, petrified so like westwood oh, lodge and stuff as a kid was easy you know what yeah. i mean like um but like then this experience so we all go me and two other guys go to the sober house out in Amesbury and um the the owner of the house was like listen there's a house three houses down there's these two girls that live there make sure you stay far away from them they take everybody out that goes there if we see you with them you're kicked out I don't even think I finished unpacking my stuff
1: and you before me and the
2: guys were down there figuring out what was going on Yeah right you know what I mean Of course and
1: uh like any uh, good alcoholic boy. tell me not to do something first thing i to yeah. do.
2: Yeah, I was like, oh, yeah. that sounds, sounds... But now, like I said, like fear is driving me in every direction of my life. I'm afraid mm. to be exposed. I, I made up this fake story of the type of guy that I was on the street in Bridgewater to be accepted. Yeah. So yeah. now yeah. I leave Bridgewater. I'm with these guys. I got to live up to my story. Because God forbid you expose me, right? So wow. we're hanging out with these girls. And then the day comes. Where everyone's sitting in the room, they're loading up rigs full of dope. Oh wow. And I'm sit I've never shot heroin before. I'm sitting there and they're like, Do you want some? I'm like, Yep. They give me the <laughs> needle. I shoot heroin the first time in my life. I've never even touched it before this. Wow. But because I was so afraid of being exposed well, that Imagine I, that? I chose to shoot dope. i f- I've never even sniffed it before that. I shoot dope right then and there. Yeah. Right? And then And then, like, it sets off that allergy. It sets off that phenomenon of craving. And then me and the guys are, like, trying to, like, get away with it. We're smoking a ton of spice. I'm hallucinating from that. Of course, like, what happens is, like, I get kicked out of the house, obviously. Yeah. You know? And then now I stuck a needle in my arm. So there's no going
1: back Mm. to anything else. Yeah, that's that's a whole fucking addiction in itself. Yeah. Oh,
2: yeah.
0: You you wouldn't think so, but it is. Yeah, I was
2: shooting anything that I could. Like, for a while, I was kind of. shots. I was afraid to shoot dope after that cuz i saw what it did so i'm like i'm going to just shoot perk 30s you know what i mean and like that that was my thing most people sniff them like I- you can shoot them so i'm like i'm going to shoot them they're cleaner cold, cold shake
0: them cleaner I mean? they're so much dirtier well they got all that that stuff from the pill that makes it into a pill
1: yeah well this there's, there's well, also at least safety I... mechanisms in them too
2: yeah well perk 30s i mean you can actually
1: yeah 30s might be different
2: yeah you can you can shoot perk 30s
0: you gotta shake them, cold shake
2: them. No, I just,
1: no, you gotta cook them.
2: Oh, you cook them. I or? don't, I don't know. You don't cook. No, them, I just crush them down on the spoon, put water in it, mix it up, and then draw it out through a cotton, just like you would. And I did that for really? years, man. For yeah, years. that's
0: that. Well, they 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 think they used to call that cold shaking. It you would crush it and 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 shake it up in the. Yeah, yeah, you could do
1: that in the back of the works. Yeah. yeah i never yeah. did it that it would, way it would dissolve i don't know about 30s but back in the day yeah you could do dilaudid you could do all kinds of shit cold shake it you just put it in the back with the water right boom you didn't need to yeah in i was out. doing
2: that with crystal meth later on in life. Oh, yeah. that's how yeah. i would sh- I would shake meth that way but like yeah perk 30s Ugh, man so if anyone's listening to this and you didn't know you could shoot perk 30s i'm sorry yeah. <laughs> like i'm not saying yeah. to go try this but yeah that's how i did it and um i knew a lot of people that were doing it that way and like you already know the story like perks get expensive and yep. you get offered heroin and basic
1: then, economics for me dude yeah i yeah. couldn't afford ocs i did heroin yeah
2: right. yeah, yeah. Right. so i'm 26 so like ocs i've never i've never did ocs
1: that, had already come and gone
2: yeah i never did an 80 before yeah you know what i mean i might have seen one once or twice <clears> but yep. by that that time there were already the ops and my buddy's like, you can't shoot them. You can't like. You, yeah, you know. they
1: turn into gel. Yeah, or whatever. so
2: so I was done with yeah. all that. You know what I mean? So obviously the progression, and then I get involved in the heroin, and um, like my life wasn't unmanageable always. You know what I mean? I was able to sometimes... I was able to get good jobs and hold good jobs, but like as anything else, like I build up this empire, and then it comes crashing down due to a series of events. You know, and um, yeah. But yeah, like it. It didn't turn completely unmanageable right away. You know, for a while, like, heroin did everything for me. I needed it to. It gave me energy. I could work. I feel like I could work my job and yours. Yeah, you oh, yeah. yeah. I was yeah. A, an animal. Yeah. You know, when it was heroin. You yeah, know? We,
1: we had um, a friend on, and she did OCs, and, like, she would do an OC, and it would give her energy. And she, so she would... Do an OC and clean the house, and should call it an OxyClean, and then yeah. they come out. And then they come out with <laughs> OxyClean. <OxiClean. laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, but like it did everything that it needed to do for me. You know, like obviously I wasn't able to live a good life forever on it. You know what yeah.
1: I mean? Yeah, you can. You know, if you're an addict, you can manage for shorter
0: an amount of time in shorter periods. Yes. of Yes. Oh, every as life it just goes keeps on, keeps getting shorter. Your yes. runs,
2: your runs. Turn into walks, you know? Like oh, I yeah. I don't go walks <laughs> no, like, anymore. Like maybe a step. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. like,
1: damn. I, I got one night out of that. I'm already dude, fucking in treatment.
2: My last runs out there, um, they were like sporadic, but like a week at a time into detox, leaving detox AMA, getting high for a week or three days, going into detox.
1: Jumping I mean, out of vans. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a real story. And, uh, but yeah. So, like, this, this, as you know, like, uh, this isn't my first time. Through the twelve steps, mm. um, I put together almost two years. The first go around through the twelve steps had an amazing experience through Brady's place, um, but I lost touch of the daily reprieve part. Yeah,
1: you 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 stop doing what you do, you no longer get those results.
2: Yeah, those those it's very simple. Those, you stop
1: going to the gym, you your muscles shrink. Yeah, you stop right. doing the work, your spirituality shrinks. Yeah, right, non-existent. Yeah, you know it's. it's it's not rocket science.
2: No. But but what happened is well like I made everything else more important. All the gifts that God and yeah. sobriety gave me back yeah. became greater than God. Yeah. And then I slowly started to push that away. I pushed spirituality away. Um I'm no longer increasing any spiritual life. I'm detached from the program.
1: Self will run, right? Yeah.
2: And then I don't even remember yeah. what step one means. Right. You know what I mean, and then before yeah. you know it, I fall into this delusion that I can drink like a normal person. It says in the book, "The Great Obsession" is that one day I can drink like a normal person, and I was hit with that because it says if I'm not working on my spiritual being, I'm going I can get hit with the obsession. Yep.
0: And my, if you're not growing, you're going.
2: Yeah, my boss handed me a. He hand he tried to hand me a beer every Friday before that, but I was spiritually fit to to for the most part, so I was easily able to say no. Then that Friday came where I was like restless, irritable discontent, no longer working any program, detached, handed me a beer, and I just drank it right, you know all the time that I just earned I mean I've had countless detox attempts trying to get sober i can't even i don't even, I can't even tell you how many how like how many you yeah. know I've been to Oregon, las Vegas, New Hampshire, Rhode Island like. Everywhere trying to get sold. Travel the country
1: going to detox. I did. I (laughs) used my
2: Blue Cross as like a vacation. You know what I mean? Like, where am I going to go on vacation right now? All right, Oregon to detox. Yeah. You know? Passages, Malibu. It was, but I was honestly like, I made sincere. Decisions to stop,
1: right? When I made, right? Like, yeah, I, I'm. I'm sure that when you were making these choices, like you wanted to not do what you were doing. Oh yeah, I meant it with everything in me. I'm gonna. Yeah. I'm gonna get sto- sober and stay
2: sober. And then, like this is like, I give this an example, and I speak at commitments of like how the allergy is. Like once I start, I can't stop. So like, I go out to Oregon. My son's already born. Like all this stuff's going on in my life. I go out to Oregon. I'm supposed to be there for 30 days, right? halfway through the so i make a sincere desire to stop i go to oregon a couple days into it i get hit with the obsession that i can drink and at the bottom of the hill there's a there's a little liquor store and like a convenience store so i'm like i'm gonna sneak out of the window i'm gonna run to the bottom of the hill i'm gonna get one nip i'm gonna steal the nip and i'm gonna drink this one nip and no one's gonna And then go back to detox so so that all worked right so i i somehow made it brilliant i made it down to the store I grabbed the nip. <laughs> I drank the nip. I went back into treatment, and then I didn't even come home for like I, th- I think it was like a year or more. You know what I mean? I'm supposed to be coming home in 30 days, but then now all of a sudden I'm shooting crystal meth. I'm doing all this crazy oh, shit out in Oregon. Okay. I met yeah, yeah.
1: Like- you're a fucking street kid, basically. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah.
2: but like that's like once I start, like, I will make the supreme sacrifice. You know, than rather to fight because it sets off that allergy inside of me. Like I yeah. can't stop. I can't go home now. There's more stuff to be done.
1: Yeah, that that power of choice is gone, and it was gone long before you got to fucking Oregon.
2: Yeah, I mean it. Yeah, <laughs> that. Well, I went to Las Vegas first. And then Oregon. It doesn't matter.
1: The city of sin to
2: get sober. Yeah. To get sober. Worst decision of my life, man. I went there. You, go in
1: the, you can go in and fucking hold a quarter in your hand in front of a slot and get free booze. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm playing. Sure. And their you know. treatment center, they allowed
2: you to leave. You could AMA up to three times before they kicked you out right wow and i used them like 3 days in rapid succession <laughs> you know like what? I'd, leave, I'd leave i'd come back i'd leave i'd come back and then like i that's where i was introduced to crystal meth like the whole new drug of choice or no choice for me yeah and yeah. uh
1: and I, my my meth experience was before heroin oh i don't even California. like
2: i don't like to even discuss I the know. meth psychosis oh dude
1: uh it's insane it's, it's so, fucking bananas yeah. <laughs> bananas like pterodactyls, like, you name it, I've seen it. Yeah, like, out of control. I, w- I was out by Edwards Air Force Base where the stealth fighter and stealth bomber were first being tested, and I'm like, they're fucking following me. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> yeah. like legit it Johnny Depp you. fucking, yeah. you know, like... <laughs> yeah, great, yeah, yeah. Dude, <laughs> driving down these desert roads, Joshua trees, actual roadrunner birds, like, the reflectors on the road look like fucking... I was... Uh, Han Solo in the fucking Millennium Falcon. <laughs> 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 and I'm just like, what the
2: dude, fuck? Dude, I would call the uh, cops because I was so paranoid. The cops would show up, and I would call the cops on the cops because I didn't think they were real cops. Yeah. <laughs> and, then I, and then I'm having them yell back and forth. I'm like, Brilliant. hey, there's someone at my door. They're like, yeah, it's the police. You called them. Like, it's us. I'm like, what's his badge number? And they'd give me the badge number. I'm like, what's your badge number? <laughs> <laughs> and like, verify it with the cops, oh, Wow. God. Like, out of my mind. But yeah, like, Crazy. <laughs> (laughs) So, yeah, so how I ended up in Oregon, though, is really I used in treatment in Vegas. I Uh, met this love of my life there. And then she was living in Oregon. So I went to treatment in Oregon, but I didn't have the idea I was going to go stay with her. But I picked up that one time, and then I ended up moving in with her out in Oregon and shooting meth for, like, a year and a half, almost two years. Um, But, like, I went to Oregon with a sincere desire to stay sober. So it just goes to show you the powerlessness behind this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know how many
0: times I wanted to get sober? I mean, it was really seven years worth of my using. uh, The worst seven years. The whole time I wanted to be sober intermittently. Like, you know, you use for a while and you're like, oh, I really want to try to get sober. And then you use again and, you know, back and forth.
2: I never wanted to get sober when I was sick. I'd get high and I'd be like, I want to get sober you know what i mean when i was dope sick though i'm, like, oh, I'm, not, really? I'm not getting sober like yeah. i need to get high and and then i'd get uh, high and yeah, I'd be like, i yeah. hate this life i don't want to do this anymore right. i'm gonna get sober then i'd get sick it was that vicious cycle yeah, yeah when i'm dope sick i'm getting high i'm not going to treatment when i'm high i want to go to treatment but i can't stop getting high and then i'm sick and i'm like i gotta get high I <laughs> was just yeah. stuck in that for <laughs> years and years and years of my life oh. um until like somebody finally broke down the solution for me somebody actually sat down on me who was qualified to take me through the big book of alcoholics anonymous and told me what i suffered from hmm. he's like do you think you have a choice whether you drink or not i'm like i don't i don't really know he's like well let's look at your experience and show it me like clearly i have no choice in the matter yep i'm willingly right. sectioning myself and when i get out of the section i can't stop getting high like if you're section 35 in yourself willingly you have a desire to stay sober but right. why can't I stop getting high? You know, and he asked me the question. He's like, he's like, the drink and the that's drug you take isn't the problem. Those are harmless until you put them in you. And he explained to me that it's not the first drink or drug, it's the thought that brings me to the, thinker, uh, the drink or drug. That's the main problem. He explained how it centers in my mind, but yeah. it comes from the spiritual malady. So he right. hit me with all this bad news at first. Uh, like, He's like, so like, once you start using, you can't stop. Once you make an honest desire to, stay, to stop, you cannot stay stopped. Like you write that up on a chalkboard. Once I start, I can't stop. Once I stop, I can't stay stopped. That equals you're fucked. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You know, it's just a, that circle that they, that they talk about in the disease model. Right. And, um, but then he let me know like there was a solution to it. And he was sitting right across from me. He qualified himself. I knew the type of, the type of drug addict he was. I was like, all right, this guy has something I want. Yeah, you know what right. I mean, and um, and that's when he like introduced me to the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous and the twelve steps. You know, and like I said, my first go around through it, I almost made it to two years. I picked up maybe a week or so prior to my two years. Um, now I've been back around for about seven months, um, and had ha- have had a total different experience with the work. Oh yeah, to- yeah, like a, nice. a better experience. Yeah, honest,
1: you know? honest and thorough this time. Yeah, I yeah. went right.
2: to, I went to Green Mountain up in new hampshire um like you were saying earlier like jumping out of the van i jumped out of the van twice before i made it to green mountain <laughs> green mountains
0: a treatment facility
2: yeah and it was the one of the best decisions i've ever also made. also a man. Great coffee yeah.
1: yeah. I thought that's where I was going. I know. I'm what the fu- I I a fucking what am I picking? Coffee beans? Like, I, well, I, I've i been to the
2: Salvation Omni where they make you work. I'm like, what am I gonna be fucking brewing coffee all day? Like what yeah. am uh, I gonna uh, do? I I
0: find that coffee has a lot to do with recovery. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna roast saying. I'm gonna roast coffee beans just all day and that's gonna keep me sober. Yeah. What? I'm telling you that you know, since I've been sober. <laughs> drink yeah. A lot of coffee, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I oh, drink yeah. a lot of energy, anything. And when you come into AA and you're making the coffee, you know, it's coffee has a lot to do with being sober. I don't know, yeah, you know what I mean. The grounds you throw away the grounds, you, you know, you redo the pot.
2: The so coffee person's good, very good stuff, important. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> very important. If you make shitty coffee, you're not going to be a coffee person anymore,
0: yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: but yeah, man, it was the best experience. Like last when I went out after my two years or, or almost the two years. Um, it's the first time ever I started to experience like severe overdoses. Like there was time oh, I overdosed really? about fifteen times in three months. Um, I was stabbed. Wow. I was stabbed twice. My head was caved in with with a crowbar. Wow. I was just running amok. Like I, it's progressive. Like it tells you. Yeah, so that yeah. So that almost two years of sobriety, that allergy inside of me, where they say it's it's progressive. When I started using, it was like off and running, is hotter than I've ever been.
0: It's like it's like letting that person out, and, they, and there's nothing you can, you know, you're not that person. You're letting that person out, and they are it's, in control it, now. It, it's like fucking David Banner and The Hulk. Right? <laughs> That's right. Exactly. Yeah, he can't,
1: once exactly. he's Hulk, he can't fucking change back. Like no. You know, like, and Mr. I hi. say it all the time. Ad- addiction and, and substance abuse is, it's like having sex with a gorilla. It ain't over till the fucking gorilla <laughs> Yeah. That's, <laughs> That's it. Right. Like, yeah. Either that or something else stops you. Handcuffs. They, yeah. Yeah. God,
2: God showed up in my life and to stop me. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, yeah. me too. They. Me too. I remember I was in Fr- uh, Framingham. The cops are called on me because I'm a, psych- a psycho at this point, I'm saying I'm going to kill myself. All this crazy. I'm <laughs> yep. like out of my mind. Yep. <laughs> and I'm sitting, and then the Framingham police department surrounds me. And I have, uh, you know, I had no choice. You know. I knew I needed help and I knew I needed to be physically removed. Yeah. yeah. And that, they sectioned me. They sectioned twelve to me. Um, where I went to this psych hospital that section knew, twelve.
0: Yeah. yeah. Twelve twelve mental thirty-five. Yeah, addiction. it wasn't a thirty-five.
2: Oh, okay. My family had nothing to do with this one. But they knew they were like, This kid's overdosed fifteen times in three months. Look at him. He has bandages on his head. He was still like this kid's gonna die.
0: Yeah. And they were right, man. And um When I <laughs> when I got arrested the last time I was so um, dishonest and couldn't be honest. The cop says to me, Do you have any needles? If you tell me you have a needle, I'll find it. I won't charge you with with it and we'll just let it go. I said, Nope, no needles. (laughs) Wouldn't you know he found it? You know what I mean? Yeah. He's uh, like, All right, I'm charging you with it. You know, you could have told me. Yeah, I I get that. You know, I. So stupid. I'm already cuffed and in the back of the car. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm getting arrested. Why can't I just tell him, yeah, it's in the... watch out for it, you know?
2: Yeah. So, like, the, so God intervened in my life again that day.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, God does for me what I can't do for myself. He showed up. I got put in that hospital. I was physically removed from drugs and alcohol, and I had a sincere, honest desire to stay stopped. I got afforded an opportunity to go to Green Mountain. Like, I had to get sober in the, in the middle of nowhere. I had to be getting sober on this random mountain in Effingham, New Hampshire. Or it was
0: an actual mountain.
2: Yeah, like, yeah. It's, in, it's in Effingham, New Hampshire. Like, you tell people where... They're like, I have never Effingham? heard... Effingham? Effingham. Like, fucking, ham. Yeah, yeah. ham. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> oh, I'm getting sober in fucking Effingham. You know? But I had to. They told me if I AMA'd, like, the nearest bus stop was, like, 10 miles away. You know what I mean? People hmm. would AMA, and they would come back two days later. Like, walking <laughs> back. Like, yeah, because
1: they fucking got lost, and yeah. was like, oh, my God. Where the hell am I? Yeah,
2: so... I needed it, man. Like I needed, like God intervened in my life again. Thank, thank God. And um, I had like a profound experience with the work again. Mm. And um, I had like a more of a first step experience this time. They take you through the twelve steps at a rapid pace there too, you know. So, my first day getting there, um, you start little big book, and they take you through. But you start on Monday. On Friday, you're taking your third step. So, in a mm. week, you're on your third step, then you're writing every day. You know what I mean? writing an honest, thorough fourth step to figure mm. out like what's truly blocking me from God and 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 how to like start to build this relationship with God because that's what's required for me to stay sober. Mm. yeah, so like I finished my my fourth step there. I came back home uh to Quincy, did five, six, and seven, like I just haven't let off the gas man. you yeah. know what I mean, so like sponsoring other guys now again. I try to stay active in the community. Um, my, my daily um, morning rituals and nightly rituals have most, most of the time stayed the same. I can tell you that I haven't missed a day of waking up and hitting my knees and praying or going to bed and hitting my knees and praying. Right. But the yeah. other things like waking up and meditating, it can be worked on. It can be improved.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
2: Yeah. It's, all, it's just improvement. You yeah. know, and um, and it,
1: it's a practice. Yeah, it's a practice. Yeah. It's yeah. something that you have to do continuously.
2: Yeah, and like now I'm just chasing the spiritual side of this. You know, like I'm trying all different things. Like I'm going to be getting back involved with like missional community at church, but I'm also like going like the Buddhist route and checking out like Buddhist temples. Like it yeah. says, like enlarge your spiritual life. I don't, I don't know what works for me. I've yeah. never been spiritual. It's actually, anymore. I've
1: always wanted to check that one out on over off of Water Street. Oh, I know.
2: Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like,
1: you, you, dude, you see legit monks walking around. And yeah. it's open to the public on Saturdays for meditation. Yeah, there's one in random, too. And and it's it's crazy. Like, these dudes are just wearing these orange robes. And they're walking around with their heads shaved. And they're smiling like motherfuckers all the time. Yeah. You know?
2: You know, I just, <clears throat> it this time, like, the most important thing that stuck out to me was, if I fail to enlarge my spiritual life, I'm doomed for failure. Yeah. Yes. So, so after this last debacle out there of getting high and dying a, a, a ton of times, like I, I really am chasing it yeah. this time. I'm not. I'm not like letting off the gas this time. So people are giving oh, me suggestions, yeah. suggestions of things to try. Try to. It doesn't matter what I do. like. I just it says I just need to enlarge it. to yeah. Practice like. Dude, you said.
1: there's so many different things that you can do.
2: Like, yeah, and I'm trying them all. I don't know what works, so I'm gonna try. Like them all.
1: you, I I can't help but think like because. Like when I was out there getting high, the the drugs weren't they weren't what they are today, so right. it was very rare that you have seen someone overdose. Mm. But like we were speaking before, if someone did overdose, you were carrying them the fuck out of the house. You were running their pockets, and yep. you were fucking ditching them. Yeah, you know? unfortunately. in man. in, in mm. seven years of of doing heroin, I saw two people overdose in seven years. You know, and that's exactly what happened. They picked them up like. Dude, a kid, I had DCF in my life. Fucking kid, had been eating beans, benzos for like two days, never said anything. I get him, I think, two bags of dope. He shoots it, goes out instantly in my kitchen. I pick him up. I throw him over my shoulder. I bring him downstairs. Before that, his girlfriend grabs my phone and goes to call 911. I was like, not from this fucking house. And I fucking ripped the phone out of the wall. Like, and and this is a friend of mine. Like, I've since made an amends to him about that. But like- at that time, I didn't fucking care if that kid died. I just didn't want DCF taking my kid. Yeah, well, that's I, I that's I had a, you know,
0: experience in see when I live in Seattle. A dude was on Klonopins and he, he went out in my yeah. apartment. And I was like, You got to go. I grabbed him, but I, I was carrying him. He's trying to get away from me, shook me for a minute and slammed his head off a car. He's bleeding all over the place. I dragged him to a convenience store. I said, I sat him in front of the convenience store. I said, stay right here. I'm going to buy you a cup of coffee. I went inside and <laughs> bought him a cup of coffee. I gave him the cup of coffee. And then uh, I had the the clerk call the paramedics. And I uh, went outside. He had spilled the coffee all over himself. But uh, I heard the ambulance coming around the corner, and I just ran. Yeah. it's like, all yeah. right, well, good enough. I-, I don't want to get involved with the police or anything, but... Yeah, but just
1: just know this today: if you're out there, if you're active, if someone overdoses, we have the Good Samaritan law. Yeah, you're not going to get in you. trouble. It protects you. Mm-hmm. If you do something to help someone and save their life, honestly, as long as you ain't got a warrant, you're good. I
2: don't even think they can. They even check you for. I don't know. That? That's something we that I recommend yeah. looking up. I don't yeah. think that they can. But like, I have no idea how I lived through this last relapse. Yeah, man. there was people leaving me in hotel rooms, and like when I get high. I get hotel rooms in other people's names because I know my family's looking for me.
1: Yeah, so I'm like, I yeah. can't.
2: I'll pay for it, but you got to put it in your name, right? So I'm overdosing in hotel rooms. Everyone's leaving me there. My mom's calling all the hotels in Revere and the surrounding areas because she knows something's wrong, wow. asking for Bobby Wall, and there's no Bobby Wall.
1: Right, right. Yeah.
2: So now my mom's like thinking, how can I figure this out? Yeah. so she's calling my friends who was Bobby with gets this list of people I'm with calls these hotels and like hey can you check the room check for this person that's rented a room this person finally she gets it of the person's name that it was rented in she's like you need to go there my son's dead and she sends the lady to the room she opens wow. up the door and I'm overdosed face down all my shit's gone yeah. wow you know what I mean like
1: like Holy that that mother's shit. intuition, women's intuition. That like, is you unbelievable. Know, yeah. You know. Like See, I believe in that shit.
0: You were meant to stay around. So yeah. yeah, I believe you in, were in meant and, to stay and, and, and I suffer. can't help
1: but think, like, all those overdoses, like, what does that do to to the human brain? All those times <laughs> that oxygen has been cut off. It makes
0: you really smart. <laughs> yeah. Well
1: <laughs> you know? Like it, it must take some time because you know, I just started uh therapy again this week. And it's fucking great by the way um and my therapist he's a fucking rock star he's like fifty four he's got a big neck tattoo fucking <laughs> he's badass right <laughs> but this dude knows more about the fucking human brain than anyone I've ever fucking met in my
0: life oh, and yeah. he like
1: complete well the reason why he do the I, i'm like what like dude, like he's like some people think the whole science and spirituality thing don't go together he's like and, and he just, like,
0: goes threw it up. Very well. Yeah, he goes, yeah.
1: there are a lot of scientists out there that believe in spirituality. He goes, religion, okay. another fucking story. Right. You know, but it was just the shit that he was telling me, how we can, he was like, <clears throat> all right, all the shit that happens to us is, is, is primal. It's been ingrained in us for generations and generations. He's like, there's three things. Eat, kill, fuck. Those are our basic instincts. Mm. We have to eat to survive. If we have to kill something to eat, we're going to do it. And we have to make babies. <laughs> That's it. That's basic. But when you when you take drugs or heroin and you start doing that all the time versus eating, that becomes your primal instinct. Now your brain is trained to go after that fucking drug like it's food. Yeah, And, and so I he's like, that. but the good news is you can retrain it neuroplasticity and this and that yeah, and i'm yeah. like
0: okay yeah all true you know? stuff it's, it's cool
1: stuff.
2: how they he says like that they believe in spirituality though yeah because like that's what can produce a psychic change you mm-hmm. know oh yeah so yeah it's cool even in the big book it says like they say we don't we're not really sure what to do with you we have seen some vital spiritual experiences yeah. cure people of your type though
0: yeah right you know? like how doctor's opinion
1: how yeah how one of the yeah. co-founders ended up with Carl Jung, the only psychologist that believe in spirituality. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Like, it's, it's, it's fucking it's People crazy. People still
2: follow his advice. Too, oh, yeah.
1: You know? Dude, I, uh, his quotes are like fucking fire. <laughs> all of them. I'm like,
0: oh, that one's great. Post. You know what I mean? Awesome. Uh, all right. Well, we're just coming up on an hour here. Yeah,
1: dude. Those. I,
0: want to, I want to wrap it up Bobby. Uh, anything to anything to add to your story or finish it up? Or?
2: I mean really like um we didn't get to get into too much of of the solution. Yeah. Um but basically like I said halfway through and and partially towards the end is like the only thing after countless times of trying to get sober. Um numerous attempts trying all different methods, whether it was medical assisted or whatever the case is, like the only thing that's ever worked and allowed me like a life that I enjoy to live, a good qual my quality of life is good is like the twelve steps of Alcoholics Anonymous. Yeah. You know? Like that's that's Mm. the bottom line. So like if you find that once you pick up you cannot stop, you can't choose whether you pick up or not. And once you wanna stop, you can't stay stopped, like check out Alcoholics Anonymous, or any any you know Narcotics Anonymous, yeah, or an anonymous just, just program. look at
1: yeah, twelve step program, yeah, twelve step you
2: know? program. It doesn't matter what it is, um, but from like a hope uh, hopeless homeless street junkie like myself to like live like a good life have my own business, to be able to actually manage uh, a sober house and to, like, be of use, you know, maximum use to other people in my life. Like, it's a
1: miracle. Yeah, just to be able to show up. Yeah, right? yeah just so like, I, I can show up. Like, like I, just just to be a dad. Yeah. Dude, you there's, you there's, there's so
2: many things, man, that, like, weren't on my agenda. Like, my kid, when I was using drugs, was a burden. Yeah. you know. Oh, yeah. I remember I was like, I can't get high the way I want to. And I remember when my son's mom was moving out with him, i was crying i was upset but i remember in the back of my head being like i can get high how i exactly, want it now. exactly exactly yeah.
1: my uh oh, a buddy of mine from like the, one of the first groups that i ever joined he's like you know i was always like sleeves on a vest i just wasn't there <laughs> <laughs> and i was like so and at first i was like uh, oh a good one. i get it you know i just didn't want to be there you know
2: yeah yeah so uh You guys can check out the programs that we have. It's Brady'sPlace.org and LakeshoreWakefield.com. Those are the places I've went to after Green Mountain. Check out Green Mountain as well. Uh, Yep. They have absolutely done everything to save my life.
0: All right. Power of example, Bobby. Appreciate you coming. Yeah, thank
2: you, guys. I appreciate it. it.
1: And uh don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Play. um if lolterms.com. If you, yes, lolterms.com.
2: Yeah, if you go to lolterms.com there's a subscribe button on the front page and then also uh, a link at the top you can click on to
1: subscribe. Yep, we have a YouTube channel, we're on Instagram. Uh what else? Facebook. Yeah, Facebook, Twitter. Twitter. Um we're we're, we're just trying to get out there awareness. That's what we're trying to do, bring awareness to this epidemic and you know, I try and try that. and help somebody, man. That's it. Try and help somebody. That's it. Someone that may not normally get exposed to this or has nowhere to go or doesn't know where to go or doesn't know what to do, um, you know,
2: no, or like they don't make it to a meeting and they don't yeah. hear like what the problem is and you guys can provide it to them right at their fingertips. And the yeah, dude, the best home. the
1: best thing about this was one night I heard someone was in their kitchen. They couldn't get to a meeting. Boom. There they go. They they clicked watch and now now they're watching a meeting while they're cooking their yeah. kid dinner because they can't get yeah. somewhere you know
0: well the the audio uh podcast is excellent too yes you can put that yes. on the car or if you're at work we something have something like that 34 episodes 35
1: 35 episodes 35 yeah. awesome speakers
0: and they sound fantastic <laughs> yes yes so please
1: yeah. check it out you know instead of getting road rage, get some recovery. There you go. All right. All right. Awesome. Thanks, Thanks guys. guys. Peace. Peace.